want to continue sharing with you from God's Word some of my favorite Bible passages, uh, some favorite verses that have really um, helped me along the way in my walk with the Lord during those very challenging moments, uh, words of encouragement and words that have really kept me uh, steady and moving forward. And so I hope and pray once again that they will also be a blessing to you and for you. I wanted to share today from Psalm number 19, and um, I will be reading from the NIV translation beginning with verse 7 through 14, and it reads, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are sure and altogether righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the comb. By them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then will I be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And to give you a brief backstory of the Psalms, um, in no other book of the Bible can you find such a variety of, of religious experience as the Psalms. Here you will find the heart of Israel and is laid bare in manifold expressions of faith in such a variety ways that they express their faith through this particular book. And in the Psalms, Israel's insights of former days are united with worship. And they worship corporately for the most part through and in these Psalms. And the term Psalms um, in the Hebrew Bible means praises. And so it could mean book of praises if you will. And some of the Psalms give evidence of their use by choirs and worshipers as hymns. So that's why we don't refer to the Psalm as Psalm chapter one or Psalm chapter two. It's really numbers. Psalm number one or Psalm number two, Psalm number three and so forth. Um, This collection as a whole, uh, from 1 to 150, uh, really attests to the yearning, I would say, of corporate Israel at worship before God. And they um, they all reflect um, a living testimony uh, to Israel's faith uh, all throughout their history, even during the times when they were struggling uh, and having hardships 
and sometimes maybe even showing some doubt, they were still trying to move forward in God nevertheless. And uh, just pointing to um, their faith growing and ever moving uh, toward God. And so, um, as mentioned before, these are hymns. So the Psalms is really divided into um, outline-wise in five books. So Psalms 1 through 41 is book 1. Psalm 42 through 72 is book 2. Psalm 73 through 89 is book 3. Psalm 90 through 106 is book 4. Psalm 107 through 150 is book 5. And some might refer to these as divisions as opposed to books. But nevertheless, that is how they are divided. And you'll see that even made note in your Bible uh, as you're reading throughout this particular book in the Bible. And so I want to read from the Amplified Bible translation beginning at verse 7 and kind of share with you some thoughts along the way. It says that the law of the Lord is perfect, flawless, restoring and refreshing the soul. So God's word is flawless. There is no fault. There is no error in God's word. And it speaks and refreshes our souls because it is God's very words. It is what's formed out of his mouth and being heard and received by us. And so it is a refresher to us, to our souls. The statutes of the Lord are reliable and trustworthy, making wise the simple. God's word can be relied upon. It can be trusted. Uh, His teachings are right. His teachings make us joyful. His precepts, his laws, his statutes are pure, if you will. Then the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. They are more desirable than gold, yes, and much fine gold. So, God's word, God's precepts, God's judgments, the word of God is more valuable than the purest and finest gold. And for those of us who value his word and can appreciate what the word holds for us, his children, his people, what we can be and do because of his word radiating in and through our lives is limitless Uh, because God's word is that rich and that deep. Um, Sweet it also says in honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Verse 11 says, Moreover by them your servant is warned your servant is reminded. Your servant is illuminated and instructed. So God's word is here to remind us of things. His word is to shed light on some things that may have seemed to be somewhat not quite clear, but God will 
put a light on it and give us much more clarity. And he will give us um, much more um, of an understanding. God's word instructs us. And so we can choose to be open and receive God's word. Uh, that choice is up to us. It says, in keeping them, there is great reward. So, again, the choice is up to us. When we keep God's word, we can expect God to reward us for being obedient. Much in the same fashion uh, between a child and a parent. When the child obeys uh, their parent, that child uh, will find rewards coming in different forms, but rewards nevertheless. It might be a praise. It might be a tangible object of some kind that maybe the child wanted or what have you. But the point is, however it comes, it will be a reward that that child will know that they pleased the parent because they were in step with that parent's wishes or that parent's instructions. Verse 12 says, Who can understand his errors or omissions? Acquit me, it says, of hidden unconscious, unintended faults. Those are presumptuous sins. Also, keep back your servant from presumptuous sins, those deliberate, unwillful things. Um, Keep those back from me, giving us the power to be able to push back those things that our flesh wants and tries to lead us into doing that we should not be doing. God will help us in those areas. When we ask and when we realize that he is the one that has the power to give us the ability to be able to push back on those things as well. And then it says, let them not rule and have control over me. Then I will be blameless. I will be complete. And I shall be acquitted of great transgression. And then verse 14, my favorite. It says that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable and pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my firm, immovable rock and my redeemer. So in staying in step with God's word and valuing his word and obeying his word and just taking your time and walking it out with his power in you to do so one step at a time. There's no rush We have a lifetime to perfect it, to mature in it. Perfection does not mean without fault. It has more of a meaning of maturity. As we grow in the Lord, we'll become less and less of our natural self and more and more in behavior like our spiritual self that has been transformed by God himself who lives on the inside of us. I want you to look at these same verses now from the Passion Translation. Um, And I love the subheading here, and it says God's story in the scriptures, beginning at verse 7. It says, Yahweh's word is perfect in every way. How it revives our souls. Yahweh's laws lead us to truth and his ways change the simple into wise. That's what 
Yahweh's words do. We may see ourselves as being simple, maybe from a worldly point of view, but Yahweh's words, as His word is perfecting us, as His word is changing us on the inside, changes us from the simple into the wise. And it says in verse 5, I'm sorry, verse 8, Yahweh's teachings are right and make us joyful. His precepts are so pure. Yahweh's commands challenge us to keep close to his heart. The closer we are to God's heart, the farther we are able to push aside those fleshly manifestations those things of the world that want to pull us away, that want to lure us away from Yahweh. So he challenges us to stay close to him, to his heart. The revelation light of his word makes my spirit shine radiant. Verse 9, Yahweh's decrees are trustworthy. The fear of Yahweh is pure, enduring forever. The rarest treasures of life are found in his truth. The rarest treasures of life are found in Yahweh's truth. That's why God's word is prized, like others would prize the finest gold. Because we understand and we see the value of God's word and how God's word enlightens our path as we live this life each and every day from sun up to sundown from month to month and year to year we see God's word illuminating we see God's word enlightening us we see God's word instructing us we see God's word um, fortifying us to be able to face so much opposition that comes against us but because the word is so rich and so deep in us because of our intimacy with Yahweh we find ourselves growing and maturing and getting better and better not because of us but because of us submitting to him who lives in us and then it says sweeter also than honey are his living words sweet words dripping from the honeycomb Verse 11 says, For they warn us, your servants, and keep us from following the wicked way. So God's word serves to warn us. We don't have to be blindsided. We don't have to be unknowingly um, undercut. God will let us know. God will show us why. Because we value his word. We value our time spent with him and we yearn more and more for that. We see God's word as being as sweet as the honeycomb. And then it says, back to 11 again, for they warn us, your servants, and keep us from following the wicked way, giving a lifetime guarantee. Great success to every obedient soul. A lifetime guarantee. A lifetime guarantee. Verse 12 says, How would I discern the waywardness of my heart? Again, how would I discern the waywardness of my heart? 
Lord, forgive my hidden flaws, whatever you find them. Keep cleansing me, God. This is verse 13. And keep me from my secret, selfish sins. May they never rule over me. God, we're asking God, God, continue to keep cleansing me. I don't want anything to come between you and me. I don't want anything to tarnish our relationship. Not even anything that I thought was so important before I came to know you. I want to be able to put all of that aside. And I don't want nothing of my past, nothing that may be what no one else may know about me. It may be only known to me and you. But I don't want to have any of that to rule over me any longer. And then it says, For only then will I be free from fault and remain innocent of rebellion. And then verse 14 says, So may the words of my mouth, my meditation, my thoughts, and every movement of my heart be always pure and pleasing, acceptable before your eyes, Yahweh, my only Redeemer, my Protector. So praise God today for His Word. I pray that these words have struck a chord in your heart to know that Yahweh and His Word and our time that we spend with Him is more valuable and should be valued above all things, above all else, above any other relationship that has to be the most important relationship that we have is that between us and our God. And He wants and He longs for that. He He longs for us to long for Him as much as He longs for us to be with Him. And so may you be blessed and may you continue to ask Yahweh to show you and to help you as you move closer to Him with a heart that is open to receive from Him and a heart that is open to submit to Him and a heart that is open to want to please Him. God bless you.